you ever had a brain wave and couldn't wait to leave everything and start on it only to realize that things didn't exactly work out the way you thought it would a lot of times reality check the actual market the implementation execution etc makes one realize that the idea needs tweaking and possibly even a proper mutation for it to work and through the journey the end result may end up differing a lot from the initial seed idea and that is imperative you have to be flexible like in everything else in life to adapt and morph the idea in sync with reality a stubborn approach to not deviate from it uh, may not be the right response today we have preeti agarwal a founder of catalyst a training venture who has lived the journey of going through multiple iterations in her personal entrepreneurial venture spanning a decade hi preeti hi neha so preeti i remember when we were in college together and fixated on doing our mbas how important it seemed to have a good corporate job and you actually got into your top choice of company with levers but just a few years in you decided to leave it all and take a very brave decision of going on your own and this was a decade back when it wasn't even in vogue startups weren't in vogue how did you do this yeah neha yeah, absolutely so i remember in college all we could dream about was the mba and then once we when we were doing the mba all we could dream about was zero companies and how we could get into our dream jobs and it actually worked for me getting into levers because levers gave me a lot of autonomy in terms of what i wanted to do i had a team to handle very early in life as soon as i became a manager and while i worked with levers i realized that i really enjoyed spending time with my team and working on their professional growth so even though weekends were off for me on saturdays i would have my team coming and visiting and me doing mock interviews with them etc so i realized that that was something that was far more exciting for me than doing the sales job that i did at levers and i also realized that there was a big gap in terms of the learning need that was not getting met in a corporate job and that was probably because learning was treated as a very serious subject whereas i really believe that in fact the philosophy on which the catalyst my organization is founded is it's play that makes us do serious stuff better so which means that we as adults learn when we are engaged in stuff that really really engages us immerses us in a fun way and serious learning outcomes can be brought out of that so that's when i decided I had a chat with uh, Samir my husband who himself is an entrepreneur and I think that really helped I decided to quit my colleagues were very surprised and we moved in so what were the dilemmas that you faced I'm sure it wasn't an easy decision still in terms of implementation absolutely the very first dilemma we faced was who is the learner so who are we designing the entire learning organization for and we started off with MBA colleges and engineering colleges because we realized there was an employable talent coming out of these colleges and early on uh, we created a lot of game based methods to build employability skills amongst mba colleges and engineering colleges and it was doing very well we actually expanded all over india tied up with a lot of organizations tied up with a lot of chains of colleges and ended up also doing parallel tie ups with recruitment companies so we created a pool of pre assessed pre-trained talent that was available for organizations to hire from and it was a business model that was working for us first 3 4 years were really good for catalyst my team was expanding we were doing great work but as you know the market changed very quickly suddenly in 2013 and that's when we had to sort of pivot our business model for the first time so what happened was that there was a supreme court ruling that led to derecognizing a lot of my clients in fact if i business school happened to be my biggest uh, client across india 
and Ikfai suddenly had no status as an MBA college. Their degrees weren't recognized, which means that it shut shop. I was saddled with bad debts, and that's when I realized that it was time for me to, you know, relook my business model. So you actually didn't shut shop, but you actually pivoted. I know the version of Catalyst now differs quite a lot from the initial version, and I do commend you for that. Did you have to really go back to the drawing board, or was it easy given the foundation that you'd already built to make that shift? We did go back to the drawing board, but I think a lot of other things also worked for us. So, for instance, we had a good list of colleges that we were working with, good uh, brand names there, but we also had a good list of corporates that we were hiring for. However, the engagement with them was for hiring. Once we started engaging back with these corporates, I remember the first corporate uh, business that we got was from PepsiCo, and they said that you have been hiring for us. You understand what competencies we need. Why don't you now start training our folks? You anyway have training talent because you've been doing trainings with your colleges, but uh, can you go ahead and do training for our sales force who have already been hired? So that was our first project into corporate training. And as we got into that, at that time we were desperate. I mean, I hadn't got any monies from colleges for six months. I had salaries to pay off. We had our operational expenses month on month. So we were desperate for any project that came our way. So we just picked that up. And as we started rolling it out, we realized that it was a much better market. There were better margins. They had better payment terms. Operationally lesser hassle. The learners were more oriented towards learning because they had already got a job in their hand and they knew that they had to perform. And so we just moved ahead and uh, sort of uh, got on the corporate training. So, what were the struggles that you had to go through in this sort of shift and now facing corporates more than MBA colleges? I think I'll break it into two parts. Neha, one was uh, for the entire team to get aligned to the fact that we were in a different market altogether. Of course, everyone builds their comfort zone, so the team was comfortable. The kind of trainers that I had in panel were suited for students. Now we had to move into corporate training. So for the entire team to realign themselves, and that's where a lot of empowerment, allowing the team to make their decisions and realize that you know this was working out, and a lot of transparency helped. So at Catalyst, we've always been transparent. Each one of us. I'm not just saying that I have been transparent. Everyone's been very transparent about what their fears are and what their aspirations are, and that really helped. For instance, there was a person who worked with me, uh, a very strong pillar in my team, whose aspiration did not match with the way we were realigning. And while she still continues to associate with us, the nature of employment has changed. She is not a full-time employee anymore. She only comes to us on a business uh, basis. The second challenge was that we had entered a very crowded market, so there were a lot of training companies which were around. And we had to rethink our entire business model about whether we wanted to be a standard training organizations with the same offerings as the rest of them, or we had to move into something differentiated. And that's when we started looking at what is it that is happening in international markets, and we realized that you know immersive game-based trainings, while they didn't really exist in India, was the way that the market was moving. And we started investing big time in developing our own board games, card games, tactile-based games, and that was a big hit in the market. And of course, once the pandemic hit, we needed another shift because those board games and card games were suited for an offline format. Offline wasn't working anymore, so we had to again in 2019-20 go back to the drawing board and figure out how is it that we can take all these formats online. So that's been the other big shift in the last two years that we've seen. All our games have now moved online. Substantial investment behind that, and thankfully now things have started looking up again. 
and through all these pivots i know that you've maintained a very core team which has really stood with you through this journey have you maintained that kind of loyalty with my team neha i would say it's a very talented team i've been first of all we've spent a lot of time working together in a non employment format before getting on to committing ourselves completely to catalyst so each of my team members don't just hop on board immediately we work together on a couple of projects they understand the way we work they understand the way look at the future we understand the operate in terms of their working style their aspirations and uh, in a lot of cases the nature of employment changes depending on how they want to operate so i have a team of nine people who are core to us which means that they work with us completely employed but i have a large team of people who only work with me on a project to project basis or uh, on a contractual basis these 10 people are completely aligned with the way we aspire to grow we we are very comfortable as beyond uh, you know just team members we are not just colleagues we are friends we know each other's life stories and therefore we understand when is it that someone is going to slack a little bit and someone else needs to take over and push the button and vice versa and that kind of understanding and flexibility and alignment i think that has helped me keep my team intact and that's something that i take a lot of pride in and even through times when i'm sure when you had the lulls in your business and you probably had cash flow crunches and you couldn't pay out salaries how do you keep them motivated that this is not going to shut shop you know i'm still there and the company is still there in fact uh, neha in 2019 20 our business was down to almost 25% in terms of turnover and but we had to reinvest like i said we had to move our board games etc online so that needed a lot of money there were times when i couldn't pay salaries again and my team actually contributed to putting uh, monies into catalyst which means a lot of the funding for taking rescaling was done by my team we had to reskill ourselves because instructional design for online games is very different from the way offline games get designed and that also was part funded by my team of course all of that is uh, loaned to the catalyst and we'll probably pay that back because business has started looking up but they have complete trust in the business model and they know that it's a matter of time so what has been the life cycle like and what do you say would be the key challenges like if you were to talk having gone through this for 10 years and like most of us who've been looking at it for the last couple of years uh, what do you think would be the key challenges that you faced So first of all I'd like to say that I think uh, this has been the best phase of learning for me in everything that I've gone through as far as my corporate life or the entrepreneurial journey is concerned as far as my learnings is concerned uh, what I would say is that now we are in a more settled place and when we are in a more settled place we can reflect and really really sort of learn from our mistakes uh, the first thing that I've learned is it's very important to have predictability in your cash flow so it's really important for instance to understand where is it that the money is coming from where is the money getting spent because if the cash flow is unpredictable and you are under short term financial stress you end up making very poor decisions so for example we would sign up with the wrong clients or for the right wrong kind of projects those are desperate uh, measures which lead to a lot of regret later on so that's the very first thing that i've learned so we keep a tight watch on our cash flow second is it's important not to overthink you can never predict how the market is going to move you can never predict which client is going to suddenly grow which client is suddenly going to shut shop so you have to start get your hands dirty and start off even if you have got 70% of your business model right 
and then be flexible to pivoting it as and when things change. So that's another very big learning for me. And I would say the third one is building a solid team. So like I said, spend time, don't be hasty, don't rush into it. But make sure that you get this right as early as possible because you're not going to be always perfectly right and clear in your thinking. Your team gives you a lot of direction. Everything said and done, you draw a lot of energy from the team and a lot of ideas emerge from there. So getting this right is absolutely important. I know you truly believe in a steady boat. So do you think chasing the unicorn dream is for everyone or does it sort of lead people astray as well? We are very clear at Catalyst that we don't want to scale up. I mean, scaling is not the reason why we are in the business. If it leads to scale, not by design, but by chance, we are like happy organically. To do that. Yeah. yeah. If it if it organically leads to scale, we are happy because now we see that a, a lot of our products are ready to scale because they're online. But that's not the reason why they went online. They went online because the learner wanted it to be online. The market required it to happen. So we have to stay true to what is it that we are selling and to whom is it that we are selling that product. If that is what they need, then we create that. In the process, if by chance there is an opportunity to scale up, we'll scale up. But scale up is not the reason why we are in business. I think a lot of premium on unicorn status and you know scaling these days, because that's what we read, that's what we hear, that's what gets media attention. But I frankly believe it's hyped. There are different reasons people are in business. Some people might be really charged up for that, but we truly believe to, that to build a sustainable business, you have to stay true to the value proposition that you offer. And for us, the learner is at the center. And that's what we stay true to all the time. Me and my entire team. And I guess that's why you have such a loyal team and a loyal client base. Absolutely. Yeah, that's another thing that we are very proud of. Apart from two clients that we've lost, and those were one was Randaxi because taken over by Sun Pharma, and one was Carrefour because they left India. Uh, once a client, always a client. We've had steady business at Catalyst with all our other clients. So that's another reason because we realize that the value that we offer to the learner is central to what we do and everything else is secondary. Thanks, Preeti. That was great. I mean, definitely hops very clearly on the point that you need to be flexible, you need to change in response to the market. I think the phase of 2013 with the Supreme Court ruling and of course the pandemic have really ingrained that lesson for you and you've really, really successfully taken on that challenge and come out at the other end thriving. So it's commendable that you haven't been fixated either this or nothing. And you've actually pivoted and made this such a successful venture. And of course, I know that you have a brilliant team and you've really invested a lot and they have therefore repaid that investment back and how. And also the fact that, as you said, ultimately the success is staying true to your value proposition and not straying from it to chase some pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Thanks, Preeti. That's been very helpful. I hope for people who are thinking of starting their own idea, remember it is the idea, yes, which is the catalyst, Preeti's <laughs> company. But at the end of it, ultimately, it's like a baby. Let it grow, thrive. Let it respond to the environment, guide it and build a good team. So I hope that has been a good talk for you. I hope there's been a learning for you from that. This is me, Neha and Preeti here signing off from Shop Talk. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Neha.